Welcome to the Voyage Chronicles podcast, bringing you fascinating real-life travel experiences and interviews with tourism experts from across the globe. For all you travel lovers, this is where you want to be. Don't miss an episode. Welcome everybody to Voyage Chronicles, the Consult with Andrew podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Abel. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about, or let's say I'm going to give y'all tips that y'all can incorporate in your travel businesses, you as a travel service provider. These are tips that I've been able to do research with in either um, personal experience or me just been able to learn through other business other business uh, other businesses and it's just like small tips not that of a huge things just small things that you know once you can be able to incorporate them into your into your business you will be able to see some really fruitful results so let's dive in and start digging in into all these tips. Well, the first tip is quality services over quantity. So here we're more based, here what I'm trying to say is, um, whenever you you as uh, as a travel service provider, you should really try to articulate yourself or you should try to align yourself with trying to provide the best quality services because if you if you're in a position where you can be able to provide quality services in larger quantities for example you're a tour operator you provide uh, let's just say you just started and you started based on you started basing on safari experiences so you have to make sure that the quality of the services that you provide in your safari packages in these safari experiences are at a high quality rather than you just um okay you're like okay you start you you provide safari um safari experiences and then and then you and you also you want to do maybe like hikes and maybe cultural experiences but you kind of feel like you're increasing in 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 like the quantity of services that you provide towards your clients but you're literally not working out the quality which for example, for me, for, for, not for me, for any client, it's better for a client to be able to get one service, if it's say a safari, and if they choose to do uh, hiking with a different company, but it's best because it's best that you, it's, 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 it's best that they're able to get the best customer service, the best experience with you, with that with that particular package, rather than having a, a wide variety of, 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 of packages, 
and that provide different travel experiences that you find yourself the 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 the, the, the quality of the services that you provided are are unquestionable are, are questionable so this is something I've seen a lot of people because a lot of people I understand a lot of people are eager to to expand a lot of people are eager to uh, you know to, 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 to create more sources of income but I believe you should really start mastering one thing if it's either you you do hikes just start mastering that and make sure you have enough experience you you you, you, you you're able to um, align everything properly into into being able to provide the best quality services in that particular in that particular experience rather than just bathing in all sort of um, sort of experiences but literally the quality of the services providing that particular experience is not sufficient and it will result to you having bad recommendations and just bringing all sorts of problems and and just problems in, in general with your with your business well the second thing is knowing your worth as a service provider uh, this is something that um, I really want to talk I've really been wanting to talk about for some time because uh, this is something I really see in a lot of travel service providers especially here in Tanzania like people not knowing their worth not people not knowing just not acknowledging their worth and just acknowledging what they do and putting some some value in what they do and this is something that's so crucial because I think this is also one of the reasons that kind of like diminishes the business in a sort of way because it's just you find other people who are just greedy and people who just they just it for, for them it doesn't matter it's for them all that matters is just for them to make money but yeah it's true you can make money but how are you making money how does you make money affect the industry how does you make money affect the people around you affect the image of the industry your image for it starts with your image but the image of the industry but just find some people that doesn't matter to them like their image the image of the industry the image of the country all of that doesn't matter and and the and the impact that uh, and the impact that comes with it it's just it looks like some, that's something that it doesn't concern them and it's something that for me I, I really I really think a lot of people be taking the piss um, but all in all I just I just really wish um, a lot of people could look at this at a, at a really at a really close view you understand so Example situations that I've kind of seen people not knowing the worth is, you know, you find a client coming to you and asking you for your packages. Uh, for let's say, I'm not saying these are the correct numbers. I'm just saying, for example, uh, a three-day safari it might, in your package is maybe um, one thousand three hundred dollars per per person within those three days. And you find you give out your package because this one thing I'm gonna talk this in a separate episode. This is one thing 
I'm gonna be like, travelers really, 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 uh, I really think, okay, I understand in their point, but I think there's something that, oh my god, I really just, um, I just, there's something that I dislike, you know, you find a, a, a customer, you know, you give him the package, you know, like, 1,000, 1,300, and then she'll go to another guy, and maybe the, maybe the, the other guy maybe might go a little bit higher, maybe 1,500, and then he goes to the third person, you know, and this this guy is literally gonna put the end game into into all of y'all. So the guy's gonna be like, I can do it for 500. So imagine what kind of position are you putting this traveler? She's like, if the other guy w- was able said he would be able to do it for me by 1,300 and the other guy came to 1,500 and this guy is said he's gonna do it for 500 so in their head and the thoughts that circulate in a traveler's um, mind is that this price can can go low low as as much as she or he wants it's just I kind of feel like we as people we lose we lose to acknowledge the worth of the services that we provide because in the end of the day you know, you know the kind of risks you're taking for offering that particular that particular price, and this is something that I real. This is something that also happened to me. I I I I also fell a victim of not understanding my worth and the work that I do. Like at first, I think for me, the joy was to be able to make travel affordable to all travelers like that that was the dream like that's the dream why i even started um start with andrew is just to make travel experiences affordable but make them affordable but still in a way that it does give back to me it does give back to what i do it does give back to the type of services that i provide and it's such a it's such a really really um dodgy thing sometimes and I think this is one of the reasons that keep hindering our industry and not keep keep hindering our industry in, in a sort of way that I kind of feel like some people, there are people who really know their worth. They're like, this is what you can pay so as for me to serve you. And because the, the, because sometimes when, when, you pay, when you pay less and you expect more and you expect to get the same same service that was aligned, at, at, at the initial price, it just makes things really harder because there's a lot of taxes that need to get paid. And a lot of people think like these safari, this, the, you know, the, you know, or for example, safaris or all these other experiences that we as people in the tourism be given out, that we normally get a whole, a whole huge, uh, number of profits or some okay profits is there but actually for safari for example in safari you can count in money as profit as soon as like the moment you you have your clients back maybe if it's in arusha or you've kind of like flew them out you you you, you kind of like flew them out in in in, 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 in an airport either if it's arusha airport or kilimanjaro airport that's the moment that you can count in as you made a profit but in the middle it's just the profit is kind of like hanging because anything can happen you know because you know there's just 
collateral damages. So all these collateral damages count in, in, in your profits. So there are some situations where you find yourself, you know, you're not making anything because they happen a lot of collateral damages because you have to pay like insurance. There's a lot of things. And even though you have insurance and everything, but still there's, there has to be a certain amount set it aside for just anything that happens. Maybe there happens to be, you know, a car problem or anything. So if, if you're gonna lower your margin into a certain place that if anything happens, you will not be able to cover it and you'll not be able to, to make, still, still make a continuance of the of the travel of the experience that certain clients are are expecting to get from you are already paid for for you to to to, to grab for them it's going to have you in huge troubles and trust me you don't want to be in that situation so know your worth stand by stand by your principles and trust me this is business you know this is business i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to tell y'all not to you know give discounts to you to your um, to your clients. I know, I'm just saying like, with you doing that, you should also try to do the math and also know, know that this is, this is what I, this is what I give and just be confident in what you do and don't let yourself, you know, don't, don't, don't let fears deter you and always just working hard on, on, on being creative you know, just coming up with new stuff, and you know, through that, you always be top of your game. The third tip is building a brand. Building a brand. This literally means putting yourself out there by any means, and by any means, uh, I mean digitally. You know, you need to put yourself. You need to put yourself out there in the digital world. People need to see you. People need to know what you do. You know, and okay, I could say recently a lot of people have really been doing a big effort to put themselves out. You know, um, creating that digital presence, digital image. But still, I kind of feel a lot of people are not doing enough. And I just kind of feel like a lot of people just doing basic stuff like, you know, just having an Instagram page or having a Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. But people are literally not strategizing. People are not marketing what they're doing. And to be honest, the people that put the amount of energy in marketing and you know, I'm talking about digital marketing, are the people who will be getting the best results. I'm not going to lie. Because this is a research that I've done with so many companies and with, you know, big or small companies. And the companies that make an effort to market themselves digitally are the people that be seeing, be making the the biggest, uh, you know, these, you know, acknowledging this has been making them create traction and, you know, traffic. And there's so many ways that you can put yourself out there. And 
And I think for small companies, this is something that y'all kind of like tend to exclude out of your budget. And you're like, ah, uh, you know, this is social media stuff. I can just post pictures in here, here, videos here and there. But you literally, it's, it's one thing. You have an option. Either hire a professional like me who also based in social media marketing. Or you can do it by yourself. But doing by yourself, first thing, it'll cost you time. And also, it will also cost you money in both ways. Hiring a professional or doing by yourself, they all cost you money. Because this is what I used to think in my, in my, in my business. I was like, oh, you know, I can just do it by myself and stuff like that. I was like, but still, in both ways, it cost me money because there needs, there needs to be money that's invested into, you know, for example, doing digital ads and, and, and there's so many other things. So, but I think, you know, you having a professional, it, it will literally put you in a good position to you to like save time and also indulge your energy into, into elsewhere where you can be able to, to improve and, and, and develop. And I kind of feel like, you know, with me recently, I've, I cannot say I'm the best of the best. No, I'm just saying, um, I've been, I've been, I've been on my own journey. So literally I was in a, for me, it's like, I know I was in a position to hire a professional. So what I did is I went on and studied all the necessary skills and, you know, gain all the necessary skills and knowledge so as to, I can incorporate them in my business and what I do. And in the end, I was able to do that with me and also be able to do it with other people and also gain income through that. So I'm a freelance social media marketing manager, but we're not here to talk about social media marketing management. But I'm just saying, in case you need me, you know, you you know where to find me. Um, So yeah, coming back to basics, you and your team should really try to evaluate ways where y'all can be able to profit from digital marketing and y'all should really try to create a strategy you know y'all should really need to sit down and strategize and just come up with ways where y'all can be able to to get to get that traffic you know traffic and you know especially now with with with, with um you know with with the travel business most things are done online so so now you know like the amount of impact that the digital world has towards our business has towards us making a follower into a client a follower into 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 income so i think this is something a lot of people should not take for granted should not look down upon and y'all should really just sit down and evaluate and like I said before, you know, having a professional also helps you to, you know, to to go one step ahead in what you do because, you know, you have someone who's literally, that's what he or she does and that's what they do best. And, you know, with, you know, you, with, you know, with a professional, that kind of like puts you in a position where you can guarantee success in due time. So let's get ourselves there digitally. Uh, let's just let's just stop using these 
devices to, you know, just post pictures of us, you know, having fun and, and so forth. We should really take advantage of these digital tools because in the world that we live now, digital tools are the tools that will literally enable us to increase to increase income and also take take our businesses into the next level. Another tip that will have you take your business into the next level. Well, this is, you know, you being financially literate. Not financially literate. And I, this is something I've realized a lot of travel, travel service providers um, really fail to, to master. And this kind of like just have them skyrocketing down towards bankruptcy like bankruptcy that's the worst that could happen that's like the ultimate thing but you'll just find yourself you know being stagnant in your business you know like you're not you're not making any props like so for me I just think you you as a travel business owner you should now start moving so this 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 is like the same the same with um, you know building a brand you can either decide to go to school and learn you know and school these days it just means uh, you, school these days it, it can either be the internet or you know you actually going to school maybe getting get a degree and in, 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 in economics and so forth but you really need to be financially literate you need to know you need to know how to balance between your expenses and and the capital invested and how are you able to still you know move around your profits within the business and still take your profits to you the the, the investor so this is really a crucial thing and we should really be wise and we should really stop these bad habits, these habits of tending to be like, you know, just put ourselves in situations where if it's either debt or situations that we know that we cannot be able to afford. And for me, one of the best one of my best advice from, you know, advices that I give myself is if you see yourself not being able to sustain something in the long run, don't invest in it. For example, you want to start a safari company. You want to start a safari company. And you find yourself, maybe you, you did an evaluation and you analyze that maybe per year you have a you have an average rate of let's say 2000 guests and you know when you do the when you do the math you're like maybe per safari this is how much you'll be making and maybe you're thinking of maybe investing in in, in a new car you know maybe you have three or five or six cars and you're thinking maybe you want to expand yourself but one thing you should know is if you literally do not see that number of clients increasing then I will literally tell you not to not to invest in buying a car that's just an example because 
you find yourself buying a new car and then you still find yourself you, you still find your 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 client your your clientele margin not increasing so which that will add to another liability in your business so the car is not going to be an asset it's just going to be a liability because it's literally not making you money because because it's just not making you money so you just have to realize there's just because i know this is something a lot of you know safari companies uh you know fail to understand and fall into a trap to where they found themselves you know maybe it happened this year they were able to get maybe a hundred more clients so they kind of assume the next year is going to be the same so you find these companies buying like six or seven cars and this is something that i was able to see and and i and this is something that faced a lot of companies during covid because i remember in 2019 you know things were a little, a little bit good you know business was booming and then all these companies started buying cars like vigorously and me i was like okay okay because one of the signs that we as people in the travel industry we kind of like start you know enterprising is you know when you see companies buying new cars and oh we're like okay man so it means this season is going to be you know it's going to be hot you know things are going to be booming but you know it, it turned out in 2020 oh my god you know when covid hit it oh my god all these things just drowned you know so they all drowned so um it's just tragic it's just tragic so we should you should and that's just an example with the cars but this should go to everything that you do uh this is, should go to everything that you do even when it comes to you know you know with labor you know you should also look into this if you if you kind of see yourself you know not you know you're in a position where your clientele is not going to increase then you should not increase labor because that's just going to add more expenses into your business so i really call upon my fellow business my fellow travel business owners we should really really be smart with how we run our businesses and we should another thing is we should exclude our personal ex- expenses from our businesses this is something that's really important and this is something that this is something that has contributed to a lot of small businesses to fail once people fail to 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 put a border in between their personal expenses and company expenses people there's some people there's some people either i know personally who who used to just entangle all these all these things together and at the end it really never worked out for them so you should really be wise with how you you um with how you run your business and with how you exclude your personal life with your business let your business be as business and your personal life as personal life never get confused with that the final thing is differentiating between friends and clients and maintaining professionalism maintaining it, it, it must sound cliche but It is true. You should be able to differentiate 
friendship with clients. Because your friend can be your client and your client can be your friend. But how are you being how are you gonna be how, how are you able to maintain that professionalism within once you find yourself in that situation? And this is something that also from personal experience I failed to understand uh, earlier in in my career and I was like you know, I just kind of like took everything as as it was. You know, you're my friend, cool. You, you know, you're my client. You turn into friends, cool. But there should be there should be a border. There should be a line that separates these two people, your friend and your client, no matter how they interchange. And another thing we're talking about professionalism is. And this is something that I can also talk to tour guides. You guys should really, my fellow tour guides, we should really try to be professionals. Not trying to like get over ourselves, you know. And we should try not to put ourselves in situations that we don't necessarily need to be. And this is something I talked in the last episode. Uh, about basic qualities of a safari guide and you know just besides that you know and even when it comes to you know okay you as a business owner you own a safari company you should know and you know you should always try to put that border between you know your friends who 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 are converting into your clients and your clients are converting into your friends like just make sure that there are no conflicts of interests conflict of interest and just everything remains professional they come to you and you serve them as accordingly as you're supposed to serve them not just because they are friends not just because there are people you kind of feel like you want to maintain a you know a level of friendship and so that kind of like makes you um go outside of the principles and ethnics of the work that's something that you should never ever try to compromise because trust me it never works for the in the long run it never works it would just be able to deteriorate you more and more and more from your professional from your professionalism and you just find yourself falling into problems that you could have been able to resist and overcome earlier from just understanding that this is my client, this is, when, when you're here, this is work, completely work. I'm not gonna try to put something that's, you know, and, you know, just, just, you know, just, it's, it's really good. It's really, it's really, it's really good to just be professional. Just do everything by the book and you will not fall into any problems. So these are the things that um, I was able to bring forward to you, my fellow travel, my, my, my fellow travelers and travel lovers, and it's, these are really some really um, crucial things that I thought that I would be able to give out to y'all today, and and I really hope these tips will be able to make a change to y'all and. Y'all will be able to grow, to grow and develop in your businesses.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. Remember to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you in the next one. If you have any comments, questions or advice, don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media at Andrew Abel Palanjo. Stay positive and keep thriving. Your dreams are just one step away. For those who are looking forward to get expert travel advice and consultancy on safari and beach holidays in Tanzania, then make sure to get in touch with us for all your travel needs. I consult with Andrew in all our socials or you can call or WhatsApp through plus 255-756-508-692. But also you can email us through consultwithandrew at gmail.com. Consult with Andrew. We're here to make your travel experiences exceptional.